Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here. It is Dallas Trading Floor, and it's Thursday. Man, <laughs> the market is pulling back. So, you know, it may be getting time to uh, take a little bit of a different strategy. I know that today what I did was uh, I shorted Lululemon, and I have uh, some slides for that uh, coming up really quickly. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we're off 700% and uh, it's, um, <laughs> you know, it may get worse before it gets better. So uh, it looks like Jerome Powell, uh, you know, is not going to support the market as much as they, he's, he's been supporting it. So it looks like we may be, you know, uh, seeing a lot more uh, sell-off here. Just want to show you kind of the um, the the uh, uh, the statistics here, uh, and basically the market direction is down. Uh, we are down uh, below that key level, that thirteen thousand level on the Nasdaq. The S and P is off as well, one point six nine percent. The Dow Jones is off, um, and the volume is up. So that tells us that we are probably in for some kind of a change in the market direction. And you can see I have my little bear up there because I think uh, we may be entering a little bit of a bearish market. So, um, you know, I may be closing up some of my positions in the, in the short portfolio, and I may be moving to short the market a little bit more. So let's take a look at the NASDAQ composite. It kind of fell off the, it kind of fell off the, um, you know, it, it kind of fell off the, uh, um, the, the side of the, the side of the mountain here, and uh, we moved. We 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 blew past that very very critical thirteen thousand level, and that uh, means that we were probably going to move lower. Uh, we tested once here. We tested once there. Now hopefully it won't continue going. Hopefully we'll get some support. Maybe hopefully at twelve fifty twelve hundred, but it does look like the character of the market is changing, and we do see quite a bit of uh, red bars there, meaning that that is selling activity. Just kind of wanted to give you an idea of what I did today with a, with a stock called Lululemon. I'm sure you're very familiar with it. Um, it has been a been a tremendous performer uh, up until now. But uh, what has happened is, uh, you know, like every good thing, it, uh, you know, it has to um, come to an end. So basically what I did is I opened the short right about 300 here, as you can see, and it's moved, moved lower. I'm going to make, make a little video on this uh, for output uh, after the show. But basically this is the chart markup that I have for Lululemon. Uh, as you can see, this is a classic head and shoulders pattern. We came up, we, we had an all-time high up here. Basically, back in September, about three ninety nine ninety, uh, then it kind of it, it it went down. It tested, and then you know it stayed pretty much above the forty day moving average until about here. So what happened is this is the this is the first shoulder. This is the head, not a very top, not a very high head. Uh, typically, it's they're they're a little bit uh, lower than that. They're a little bit higher than that. This is the second shoulder, and then it. It moved below the 21-day moving average, tried to rally on weak volume. You can see there's weak volume there. And then, you know, once it tried to rally on weak volume, then it passed below the 200-day line, and then it started to break down. And then it rallied on, you know, a more weak volume, and then, boom, it, it's moving down. Now, how low will it go? I'll probably close the short probably, you know, in about the maybe the two um, – 220, 230 level, just depending on how low the market goes. Um, just the overall, this is kind of what I have uh, long and short. Um, pretty much everything's in the red here. It's amazing. Um, the uh, I'm off a little bit on Ford. I entered that at about 1214. That's the buy point. Um, I'm off on Halliburton. I'm off on Rent-A-Center. I'm still up overall, but today I'm, I'm down. Down on Mosaic, down on Grinders Construction, and of course on Lululemon. Now, of course, with Lululemon, because I uh, shorted it, actually, the lower this goes, of course, the the more I gain in profit. So, just kind of be very careful. Good time to possibly go, um, you know, at least to all cash, and maybe consider some of the other uh, shorting mechanisms, such as, um, you know, such as the uh, SQQQ 
We'll be looking on, in on that in just a second and uh, some of the other things. But uh, we definitely are in a situation very, you know, we are in a, we're in a situation where uh, we are we're basically it looks like we're going to move um, from a from a uptrend under pressure to possibly a correction. Um, you know, that that isn't for sure yet, but uh, it's looking more like that. Uh, it's, it's looking more like that. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's looking it's looking more like that every minute. So uh, that's one thing I want to be very clear on. I think that we may be moving to a market under correction. So, um, you know, definitely something to be a little bit, you know, you know, we want to tighten up where we, our positions and we probably want to do a few things uh, to get ready uh, because you can make money in a down market. Uh, it just take, it's just a little bit different than, in, uh, than, than in an up market. Uh, so it's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna basically want to, you know, get into cash. Uh, I was, you know, over 50% into cash myself and uh, you might want to consider doing that too, just because, um, you know, just because I do think that we're going to be uh, in a situation pretty quickly where we may be, uh, you know, we, we may be uh, moving a lot, a little bit lower than we are now. So um, that's, you know, that's basically the long and the short of it. Um, okay, so let's do this. Let's uh, get some of the questions. Thank you for holding here. Um, let's see. All right. Um, hello, Jim. <laughs> When will this fall stop? Thank you. Well, here's the thing. I think that it's gonna it's gonna pull back very hard. Uh, you know, we're very overvalued right now. I just kind of want to show you. Um, you know, I just want to show you how the some of these charts are trading. I do think I do think we're gonna go much lower. This is why I think you ought to, if you're down more than seven percent on anything, you might want to sell down, even if you have. Uh, even if you even if you have uh, some more gain than that, you might want to protect your gain here, just because I do think that we are getting to to a place very quickly uh, in the market where we're going to probably go lower. Now, hopefully, we'll get my there. We go. Get this going. I'm going to show you the SQQQ, and that is that should be doing well today. Um, pull it up. There we go. SQQQ. Um, all right. So let's 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 show you. Okay. Well, I should be showing you the SQQQ. Let's see if I can. Let's see. If, let's see if I can make that work. I'm having some issues. Let's see if I can make that SQQQ work. Let's see. All right. And I'm going to show the entire screen here. So there we go. All righty. Um, so this is the SQQQ. As you can see, it's it 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 may be trending up. I'm going to zoom in a little bit on that. So um, here we go. There we go. Yeah. So today, uh, as you can see, we're starting to see some volume come into the SQQ. It's moved above the forty-day line. That's very, that's very significant. Um, oops. Hopefully, I get mine. I am just having issues with my, there we go. We'll just put that all the way up. Hopefully that'll work. There we go. Okay. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, let me, let me see if I can readjust here uh, the share screen. I'm having a little issues here. So I'm going to go to the application. There we go. All right. So. Uh, let's take a look at the SQQQ. Um, it is, is, it's moved up, and it looks like it's it looks like it's moving higher. This is typically a hedge that you would put on uh, right before. Um, yep, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah, sorry about the screen. I'm just I'm having issues with my some of my bandwidth again. Of course, you know, it just seems like a. Could, uh, they they came in and they fixed it, but uh, we still don't have enough bandwidth. Anyways, uh, we're starting to see that move up. Right now is a good time to close positions if you can. I want to I want to show you the Qs, QQQ, and this is why you know growth stocks. As you can see, we've moved down significantly here, uh, just in you know just in the last few days. This is the key support level here, this red line, and it looks like we're we're pulling lower now. 
this might be the beginning of a pullback, a, a, a strong pullback. So, you know, you just can't tell. Um, you, you, you just can't tell. But the last one we had was essentially the flash crash. And again, it was almost the same time of the year. It was February. This is the beginning of the COVID crash. Started right about here and ended very, very quickly right about here. But you'll notice when it, it pulled below that that uh, that um, 200 day moving average and then it pulled lower and then it did turn around. But I do think that we may be in a situation, I hope not, but I do think we may be in a situation where we're going to pull lower than the 200 day average. If we do that, then, you know, we're going to be in a market and correction. So what the, the, the definition of that, we're not there yet because we haven't fallen 10% from the high here. Uh, but we are looking, it is looking that way. So, uh, be careful. Uh, you know, you might want to start to close some positions and, uh, you know, maybe look at some other alter other alternatives, um, you know, such as, uh, you know, such as puts and that kind of thing, because right now, uh, it's, I think we're going to, I think we're going to see some more weakness as well. Uh, current thoughts on Apple and Neo, please. Okay. Well, you know, basically I think right now it's not a good time to be entering a, a new, any new positions. The market is pulling back and that's definitely the case here. We're going to take a look at Apple really quickly. Um, you, you know, the the right now the um, right now the stocks that I'm holding uh, in the automotive space is Ford uh, because it looks like they are starting to to get traction against uh, Tesla with their new Mustang. I don't know how well that'll do, but uh, I do think that you know if you have some profit in Apple uh, and and in Neo, you might want to consider taking them now. I just uh, think that we're going to pull lower. We've pulled below the. Um, you know, we've we've pulled we've pulled below this very key forty day moving average. We did, you know, it's tried to rally here, but this does not look like in my in in my estimation that it's going to hold because even though Apple did put out a notice that they're going to buy back shares, I do think that Apple may actually be going lower if you can believe that. So, um, I would be careful right now. Um, you know, it's going to have to pull back probably and then form another base. So uh, we might be in a situation where, um, you know, that may be, that, that, that actually may be a issue. So be very careful with Apple. If you're down more than 7%, sell it immediately and wait for a better time, wait for an uptrend. We're not, we're not in an uptrend right now. And um, if you are, uh, if, if you have profits in it, consider you know selling some you know selling a little bit to take some of your profits and then waiting for a uh, a rebound neo is same situation but it's a little bit uh it looks like it has moved a lot lower so there we go there's this this is neo let's look at the weekly chart for neo i just kind of want to show you that yeah we're definitely showing that it's it's turned over as you can see these marks are my are my, uh, you know, my kind of my, my alerts here. We've, we've alerted three times on Neo. It looks as if it's going lower. It's probably going to test the 200 day moving average here. So again, if you're down more than 7% on Neo, it's a good time to close that position and possibly wait for another uptrend. But right now, uh, Neo is in a downtrend. Let's take a look. Uh, the checklist is still very good. Seven out of, uh, 10. So that's good. And the fund ownership is excellent. Uh, you know, but the industry, and this is this is the key. I always look at the industries. Industries uh, are fall. The industry sector rank is falling, so therefore there is definite movement out of this stock right now. So, my my advice to you, if you do have Neo, I wouldn't enter. The, I, if you if you're looking at possibly buying Neo, I would not buy Neo right now, and wait until there's uh wait until the pullback is, is has finished. Right now, it looks like we're in the beginning of a pullback, a major pullback in the market. And it's no reason to panic, obviously, because, you know, we all set our stop losses, at least I do, at 7% down. So anytime something falls more than 7%, I'm out. But uh, this is something, if you haven't set stop losses and you're down, don't be a long-term holder. Because what's going to happen is that you will end up basically regretting this. Uh, so now is a good time to possibly take a little bit off possibly get into cash. Um, I'm about, you know, I'm about 90%, over 90% in cash right now. Uh, and I am starting to short stocks. 
uh, Lululemon being the first on the list. We'll see how that turns out. But uh, I would really recommend being very careful at this point and not, you know, opening any new positions. Uh, so there you go. All right. How long do you think this will take? From <laughs> well, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. I do think that there's going to be a massive pullback. This is part of the reaction uh, to to the Fed and also to some of the job numbers. This could, you know, we could we could be pulling back, you know, for you know, it, you know, two or three or four or even more months. So, um, you know, typically we're still, you know, we still haven't pulled into a correction, but I do think there's going to be a lot of selling um, probably in the next month or two, and, and it possibly will go down from there. So you got to be very, very careful. Markets, the, the markets that we've been seeing as of late are very unusual because typically, you know, stocks just don't go up 5% a day. They just don't um, in a regular market. There's been a lot of pumpage into the market. So I do think we're going to have a pullback. And uh, by the way, if you stick with me, I could show you how to make money in pullbacks. As a matter of fact, I actually prefer, um, you know, pullbacks sometimes to to other markets. So that's, I, I do think that we're just at the beginning. I think we have probably a few months ahead of us of pullback. That's my guess. Um, all right. SQQQ is, uh, is it safe to follow right up on, on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It is Brian. Uh, that's a very good point. I was trying to bring up the SQQQ just a second ago. And this is, a, this is a way that you can participate in the, you know, in, in the, in the, in this down market, this basically what the QQQ does is it shorts, uh, the market for you. Let's see if we can zoom in a little bit. Let's see if I can actually get this thing to work. One, two, three, four. There we go. Hopefully this will give me, it will, it will move up. There we go. Okay. Try to zoom in on this a little bit. Sometimes it, you know, I, I'm just, sometimes these controls don't work. I don't, it's not they don't work. It's that I don't work it properly. Uh, but as you can see, we've moved up very nicely on the SQQQ. Now here's the thing about the SQQQ. You got to be really careful with this one. Because if it pulls against you, you've got to you've got to get out of it. But right now, might be a good idea to look at the SQQQ. It's up a dollar and twenty five cents today. Probably will be up tomorrow as well. You know, three days in a row is very unusual. But one of the things I'm seeing here is there's a lot of, um, you know, there there's 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 a lot of activity because you can see those blue bars, and they're up strongly. Now, here's the thing about the SQQQ, it works against. It's a hedge and it, it, it trades against the Qs. Right now the Qs are down, so the QQQ is up. So let me show you the Qs just so you can we can confirm that. The Qs, of course, are the NASDAQ 100, the 100 largest stocks in the NASDAQ. Here is a graph of the QQQ, and we, and we, have, we have started to make a, a movement below this very, very key level here, this red line, and that does pretend that we may be pulling lower. So... Uh, the SQQQ is a very good defense, can be a very good defensive recommend, me recommendation. But here's the thing about the QQQ: um, if you're if you're thinking about doing it, you should do it as quickly as possible because the longer you wait, the more the the less you know the less potential you have there. So that's a very good that's a very good advice with the SQQQ, Byron. I appreciate that. And also, you definitely always want to put that stop loss in. You want to be a little bit tighter on the SQQQ than you are on the other one. So not 7% down, 3% is good. And a trailing stop is okay. What I don't really, what I usually do though, is I usually just put a hard stop on it and then I just move it up each day. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at uh, on that, but that's, that's very good, Byron. I think you do well on the, on the SQQQ. The market can, the market direction is definitely changing. And um, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very good, that's a very good call. Another question, CHX. Let's take a look at CHX. Now, not all the things are going. Uh, yeah, okay. Drilling technology. I like your. I like your thinking here. By the way, we're seeing a rotation, but we're also seeing, you know, we're seeing we're seeing movement out of the queues, which typically are technology issues. We're seeing uh, movement into some of the oil and gas drilling. This is excellent oil and gas drilling. This is this is the fourth. You can see this is four out of one ninety seven. So this is this is a very good sector to be looking for for stuff in. It's up fifty two cents. I like this one. It doesn't really have a great base pattern, but look at that relative strength, eighty nine. Now what does that mean? Well, 
we are seeing a rotation out of some of the tech names, you know, the Apples and the and the Teslas and those kind of names, in, in, into some of the more, um, you know, some of the, some of the some of the uh, bigger economy stocks. I I started a position about a week ago in Halliburton. That's an oil service company. Uh, I do like the oil drillers a lot. I think that I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm going to kind of show you kind of, you know, who's in the oil drillers here. Uh, because I think this is this is very interesting, and and this this gives us an opportunity, uh, you know, possibly to find some some good uh, some some good uh, um, benefit. One company here it's called Rig. It's called Transocean. They're based in uh, Houston. Uh, that's uh, uh, they also have a relative strength of ninety four. I want to kind of show you this one, and also Neighbors. Neighbors is essentially an oil service company, but let's look at Rig because I think that Rig has some very good potential. So let's kind of look at the chart for Transocean here. It's very cheap stock. It's $4.12. Um, you know, but it but it's actually it's a it's a real company and uh you know, it uh, it has a decent checklist uh at um zoom it out here a little bit. It has a decent checklist at a 66%. Um so this is a, this is a, actually a fairly good company. Um not necessarily recommending it, but um, this is one that you might want to. Oops, there we go. This is the oil and gas company. You know, see, it's number four on the list. So that's that's a key level. That's I do think that we're going to see a lot of movement into these kind of oil stocks. And so this is another one that you might want to look at as well, Byron. And also, it's called Transocean. Ne- ne- wouldn't necessarily totally recommend it but it does look like it's getting a lot of strength there's a lot of there's a good volume coming in it um you know their numbers are are looking pretty good and uh, so this is one that you might want to possibly put on your watch list not necessarily recommending this one right now i'm not in it um but it is a good company uh called transocean and it's a it's a very inexpensive stock, relatively speaking. It's a it's a five dollar stock. Here's one thing: once we start to see this rotation, you're going to be able to get into a lot of stocks that, you know, are basically. Um, I mean, normally I don't recommend stocks that are under ten dollars, but this is kind of a special case because uh, they've been so beaten down. I mean, last year this stock was, um, you know, it's just so beaten down the sector. So, the oil drillers, um, you know, I do think they do think may make a move. That's another reason you see companies like Ford, another another company that I normally wouldn't um, recommend, but you know, with the oil, with the EVs and everything happening in the rotation, I think it may be good as well. All right, so thanks for my little rant there. Uh, hi, Jim. What do you think about EVs and tech stocks? Most of my portfolios in those sectors. I would say rotate out of those sectors as much as you possibly can, because I do think they're going to be a sell-off in those sectors. Uh, I know that I know I know that that's not what you want to hear because everyone <laughs> because but I do think there's going to be a lot of profit taking and uh, so I definitely think that you need oh you uh, and I'm in a currently at a huge loss at 50 percent okay here's the thing um, you know if you hold on you know uh, you they might they, you know they may come back to a level that you like sell your weakest ones first. And then, um, you know, this is why you always want to have that stop loss in there. You always want to have that 7% stop loss uh, that's in there that, you know, it pulls back, it sells you out. And this is this is to protect your capital. Right now, you know, don't hold on. Don't be, don't hold on. It's probably better to thin your portfolio out, you know, uh, you know get rid of your weakest um, stocks right now. Get into cash because there will be opportunities. And, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a big thing. So, I really, really recommend not holding on and becoming a long-term investor in some of these stocks. Now, obviously, you know that's just my advice. So that's just that's just my 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 take on it. I always sell a stock, and this is why I make so many videos on this. I always try to I always try to sell a stock um, when. Got to add to the screen. Sorry about that. Have a little bit of a uh, issue uh, regarding that. So let's get everything back up here. A little issue with Streamyard. 
Okay. So sorry about that. Um, all right. Let's take a next, another question from Barry. Thanks, Barry. Um, from your experience, how much of a, an effect uh, does a 10-year uh, yield affect the market? 1.5% uh, isn't much when you... Well, here's the thing. I do think it affects the market a lot because essentially we've had negative interest rates and there was no place to put the money. So basically what do they do? They put it in they they put it in the tech sector, which you know makes sense because that's where the that's where the profits are. But now, you know, once there's a little bit of an increase in 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 inflation, that's when people run away from the growth sector. They're going to move. The, there's going to be a movement in the stock market to companies that actually show a profit. So a lot of the companies that have been very, you know, that that have been that have been moving up very very nicely are are not going to participate in them. A lot of them are going to sell off because they don't have they don't have real profits. Now that's not to say that tech companies are all are all washed up. They're not. There's a lot of tech companies out there, you know, like you know, like Microsoft and Apple, Microsoft more so than. Um, Apple in this way that have solid earnings. So basically, what this is what this is going to do is it's going to move the capital into the companies that have solid earnings. This is the reason why you're seeing the movement to things like the mining stocks, uh, Mosaic being one of them. They're a, they're a potash miner, and it, they're in my smart portfolio. But even they're down. Um, you're going to see that movement into the real economy stocks that actually have earnings, and that's why oil stocks that have been so beaten down it's not that oil stocks are any great you know anything better i do think we're moving to evs but there's still a lot of demand for oil and they do have positive earnings so that's something that you have to you have to look at i mean you you you, def, you definitely you definitely have to look at that in terms of there we go in terms of uh you know what's going to be uh you know what's going to what's going to do well and what's not going to do well so uh, Ark Invest. <laughs> okay. You know, you know, everybody now is following Kathy Woods. I think that, you know, um, you know, she may do very well in this downturn, but my, my feeling is at least in the short term, she may be under a little bit of pressure because, uh, because of this, let's take a look at the chart. You see there's, there's a downward trend. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a downward trend on Ark. Yeah, there we go. And we've pulled past, we've pulled below this very key level. This red line here is very key. We've pulled, we've pulled below that. We've also, if you notice, you see this little Easter egg here, if you can see that, uh, these are huge sell signals. People are selling right now, at least now, you know, I mean, it, you know, it could, it could turn around tomorrow, but uh, they are selling ARC. So uh, take a look at what ARC is in, and I don't think you want to be in it as much. I, I basically exited my positions in uh, Tesla. <laughs> Oops, there we go. Come on. Yeah, I exited my Tesla positions basically about two weeks ago, a little bit more, a little over two weeks ago in the, about the $700 level. So this is something that you might want to consider if you're in some of these stocks and you have a cushion, that's that's one thing. But if you just got into a lot of them and you're more, down more than 7%, I'd consider selling. I really would because, um, you know, it looks, like, it looks like ARC has made a little bit of a bounce, but uh, it's not the kind of thing you want to see. Let's take a look at how the SQQQ has traded after hours. Yeah, okay, so it's off a little bit, but it's still, you know, it was up 8% today. You know, so that's what's happening. There's a movement out of the the Qs, which is primarily growth stock, into the other into the other areas. Let's look at the diamond, the DIA. That's a that's an ETF that covers the Dow Jones. And that's actually up, believe it or not, just slightly. That's that's actually up. So uh, that leads me to believe that uh, we are definitely in a market rotation. And, uh, you know, that, that can be good too. You can make money in market rotations as well. So you don't have to trade only tech stocks. Thoughts on Shopify. Shop. Sh you know, Shopify has been a tremendous winner. But here's the thing. Uh, tremendous winners can set up for for issues. And I don't think this is setting up as a I don't. I don't think this is setting up as a um, as a short, but it it eh, it kind of looking at eleven fifty two, and uh, you know it's not quite a short yet, but this may be a shortable stock if it pulls below, um, if if it pulls if it pulls below, um, 
uh, if it pulls below the 200 day line, if you're down more than four, if you're down more than 7% on this one, please consider at least selling part of it because it's probably going to go a little bit lower. So, uh, that's, you know, this is going to affect, you know, this is going to be, I have a feeling this, this correction is going to be a little bit indiscriminate and it's going to affect a lot of things. Um, uh, they're off a hundred uh, Shopify today is off uh, 10%, which is significant. It's off $128.77. It's not shortable yet, but it's getting to the point where I'm going to consider possibly taking a short position on this one. Um, but uh, it's not there. It's on my short watch list, but it's not, it's not there. So uh, if I had, sh- if I had shop, I would probably be out. Uh, let's look uh, from um, Rakesh. Let's look at IZEA. Now, almost everything today is not going to be good because we are, we are, um, we are moving, uh, we are moving lower in general. Okay, yeah, IZEA. Okay, this one is a relatively expensive product. Op is a marketplace for white level. That's kind of interesting product. Interesting idea. Uh, it's got a fairly large short interest, so. Um, yeah, I just I can't I don't really know much about this one. It's relatively it's in a good area, but I but I think that its sector has been falling out. Twenty seven is still pretty good. Um, you know, the ownership, no, it's a very thinly traded stock. Eight you know, I would watch this one, probably avoid this. Let me take a quick look at another stock. I kind of want to see how my Lululemon short is doing. So let's take a look to see. I want to look at the after hours on that to see if I will close that or not. Um, I had to close a short on, uh, okay. Yeah, no, it's, uh, definitely, let's see if I can, no. yeah, it's pulled back 285. Okay, good. I'll be, I'll be in the short for a while. Let's look at the, let's just put up some of, oops, trying to navigate everything here. Let's look at the data boxes. Okay. We've got, uh, okay. So we're up. That's not a lot of shorts, only 3%. So that's good. Um, okay. After hours, we're up a little bit. We bounced 285. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. All right. I was just, uh, looking at the condition of my short that I have on, um, that I, that I have on right now. All right. Uh, okay. Very. How does this correct compare to the one in September? Well, we're not even in. The, yeah, this is this is mild. Uh, the one the one last September was uh, was one of the fastest. Um, and I and again, I don't know if you've watched me a long uh, last time, but I was trying to. I was warning. Um, and, and, and this week, I've been warning basically for the last few days. I mean, with the marketing correction, so I'm not surprised that we're pulling back. But it, it lasted six months. I mean, it lasted about four months, which is very short. Typically, the corrections typically last, you know, six to nine months. So uh, we, <laughs> we'll we see. But we definitely, I think we are going to be turning over. We're going to be in a correction probably, you know. So it, here's another thing. Uh, if, you, um, you sh- if you're on the action trade alerts, I want to kind of show you this. I will be sending, I'm going to take a look at the market direction uh, tonight and uh, and see basically you know, what, uh, you know, where it's going. And I do think that, uh, you know, it's very easy to subscribe, just, you know, just subscribe to, oops, come on. There we go. Just subscribe to the, um, the, uh, to YouTube, the YouTube channel, of course. But if you want to get the free action trade alerts, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor. And I'll send those out. I'm going to probably try to send out uh, an alert probably by morning tomorrow to kind of over, to kind of gauge the market direction. But right now, uh, we are pulling back, and uh, you know it's time to get into cash if you aren't already there. If you're down more than seven percent uh, on any of the stocks, consider possibly taking a little bit off. Um, you don't necessarily want to be a long-term owner of a lot of these stocks because sometimes they 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 come back, but sometimes they don't. So protect your capital. That's the name of the game, and uh, so that's my that's my take on it. All right. Uh, okay. Hey Jim. Uh, what are you recommend? Top recommendation mining stock. Very good, very good question. Thank you for thank you for this. Mining stocks are one of the areas in a in a pullback that is 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 likely to do much better 
than um, than than any of the other areas. So let's take a look at the. Um, I just kind of want to show you kind of which sectors are doing good and which sectors are not. And uh, and that is basically, uh, if you could see, I don't know. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit on this so you can see it. Um, okay, there we go. So take a second for it to resize the window here, hopefully. There we go. Okay. Gonna just go full screen. Okay. So as you can see, I'm I'm concentrating mostly on the oil and gas, but uh, drilling. But if you notice right below that, there is there is this uh, this is the number five uh, the, the number five sector right now is uh, mining metals and ores. Uh, so let's take a look at what what makes up that particular um, you know those that that particular group. It's number five. There's only five. St- there's there's a lot of stocks in this, and these are the top produ- These are the top. Uh, th- these are, these are essentially the top stocks in there. So let's kind of look at uh, Southern Copper is probably. Freeport Macground, FCX, and Southern Copper are probably the two best. Let's look at FCX first. And uh, this is a very large company. It's based in Phoenix, Arizona. And it, uh, it's pulled back a little bit to the, um, you know, to, to, the 40, to the 50-day lines. It's down about $1.23 today. But it's looking very good. It's got a relative strength of 95 and um uh, you know, basically it is looking, you know, it, it, it's uh, at least it is sort of a uh, safe harbor in what probably is going to be a little bit of a storm here. So that's one I would recommend FCX. Um, you know, I also would recommend uh, possibly, as you can see, mining is number five rank. So that's a very good rank on that. And, uh, you know that's that's something that you could be in right now. Uh, that you know, if you want to be in the market and uh, you don't want to be out in cash, I like to I like to hedge with cash a lot of times when we get these corrections. But if you if if that's not the case, then this is probably uh, one of the better areas to be in um, in, in in the in the market right now, and that's either in oil and gas drilling uh, or in uh, possibly mining because those areas typically do do better in in this in this kind of in, in this time. So let's also look at some other areas possibly and I, I want to show you the oil and glass drilling. This is why I was talking uh, just a few minutes ago about um, about transocean. Uh, the the oil and gas drilling group is is number four. it's, it's even better than, the uh the mining group and uh, there are a number of top stocks in that in in that group one of the ones of course i really like is rig rig it's transocean uh, it's got a 94 relative strength neighbors industries is also excellent as well uh so let's take a look at neighbors there we go okay so neighbors is uh it's a little bit more pricey stock at 114 it's up three dollars and fifty cents today and that is probably one of the better ones. Let's look at the daily chart. As you can see, it's moving nicely. It's moved up above this buy point on the consolidation base at 76.76. Uh, there is there there was a breakout, and I do think this one is continuing to go up. Now, here's the issue with neighbors. Uh, it is extended right now, so we're not at an optimal buy point. So let's let's see if we can find uh, let's see if we can find a um, you know, one that, that does have the best, um, in, in the oil and grass area that does have the best, the best chart. Okay. So I'm going to look at, uh, uh, okay. Off the day. So, so Patterson, hmm, this is a low price stock. This is $8 stock here. And, uh, it looks like, you know, there was essentially a buy point at 708 on this one. This is symbol P T E N. It's uh, Pearson Utility Energies provides um, onshore construction drilling services to oil and gas producers. It's kind of like a miniature Halliburton. Halliburton's also in this category. Um, it's got a nice relative strength line. This is the kind of stock that you ought to be looking at 
right now is these uh, these oil drillers because we are. It looks like we are going to move. Uh, the oil drillers probably will do very well, at least in the short term. It's because the price of oil is going up and uh, the supply has been, uh, you know, has been has been. I'm going to try to uh, give you some more intelligence on the oil sector going forward. Um, because I do think there's going to be a lot of continued. If the price of oil is above about $60 for West Texas Intermediate, then I think there's going to be a lot of action in this area. So this might be an alternative if, you know, an alternative place to move from some of the tax, take some of your profits in the tax and possibly put a toe in the water on some of the other, um, you know, some of the other areas like the, um, you know, like the oil and gas area, because I do think that's uh, that's good. So, um, you know, on the mining stocks, uh, you know that, and that's good. I think uh, I think Free, Freeport Macaron FCX is probably your best bet. Uh, it's huge. Uh, also, there's an there's an Australian company BHP. It is just a monster company, and you you can buy the ADRs on that. Let's take a look at that one. I that's one of the ones that I that I like a lot as well. So I'm going to go back into um, the mining sec. I'm going to go to the mining and ore sector here and let's see. Okay. So I'm going to look at the stock. I'm going to look at all the stocks in the group. And basically I'm not as, I'm not as high on the, on the, um, I'm not as high on the, um, gold miners as I am on just the, you know, the basic ones. I like this BHP. This is an Australian company. Uh, it's pulled back a little bit today. Um, I, I don't think you want to buy it right at this level, but this is one you want, want to put on your watch list. Uh, it's uh, it, it's it's called BHP. It's a um, it's an Australian mining company. They're integrated. They they uh, they have you know mining operations practically everywhere in the world now. It's pulled back to the to the twenty one day exponential. So we want to see if it holds that holds that line. But uh, in general, I, I, I very much like this, uh, this, this BHP, uh, and that's the symbol on it. And so that's another mining uh, stock that you might want to consider. All right. Um, thanks for that. Uh, okay. What's the difference between spreads and, oh, <laughs> okay. You're probably, you're, you're probably coming in from Europe. A spread, basically, what a spread is 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 basically what you're you're doing is you're selling one contract and then you're buying another one for basically a um for 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 basically you're taking you're taking a position in that that area so for instance um i have a spread on rocket mortgage where i have um i i i have sold the the 25 call and i have bought the the 20 call so if um if if the stock you know, if the stock closes above 25, when, when the, this is called a, this is called a bull call spread. When, when it's expired, I will basically keep the, the premiums that I got. Now I'm protected on that because it's not like having a naked call because when you have a naked call, you can lose all the money. I have an underlying call that protects me on the downside. So I'm only taking risk on, on, on a spread of $5 and that's, and that's what a spread is. So I, uh, if you want to learn more about that on my, on my website, I'm on my um, YouTube channel at uh, uh, Dallas training, Florida, um, youtube.dallastrainingflorida.com. I show you how I do some of these spreads and what they are. So hopefully that will be, somewhat informative i could talk for literally hours on this it's a great subject um okay what was your lulu equipment strike price uh and the expiration okay here's the thing right i did not i did not use options to i did not i did not use options to short lululemon i actually went in and and uh borrowed stock you can do this if you have a level three account. And I do have, have a level three account at TD Ameritrade. I went in and I actually borrowed the stock and then I sold it. So that there is no strike price on this. I actually have, I actually shorted the underlying stock. This is with using without options. Now you can do this. Um, and I, and I may be putting together a, um, a trade on this. I, I don't have a trade on this right now. 
uh, with this. But what I did on on that, and I, I can show you. Let me just let me just pull up the chart here, uh, and I show you kind of what I did. Um, you know, you know, you know what I what I did on this to kind of give you an idea of what you possibly could do. Um, with oh, hopefully I've got it now. Do I have it? No, no, I can't. <laughs> oh boy, too many, too many things are running. <laughs> Screen sharing was canceled. Okay, there's just too many things going on here. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to do this offline. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do this. No, maybe I can. Maybe I can get. No, it won't let me. Chrome tab. No, it won't let me. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't show this to you because I, because I've lost the, my underlying program. It's not running. So I apologize on that. <laughs> so anyways, okay. Uh, let's look at this one. Uh, E-L-M-O. Is it E-L-M-O? Is that right? Uh, let's to the E-L-M-O. No, that doesn't that doesn't appear to be E L M D. I'm sorry, E L M D. There's a symbol there. I look at E L M D. Let's take a look. Electromed manufactures products that provide airway clearance for therapy. Hmm, okay. Well it's up today. And that is good. Because we like anything that's up today. Not showing some strength. It's got a relative strength of twenty three, not very powerful. Um, just trying to see kind of what the, you know, what the take is on this. Uh, it looks like it is, it is, it is, it is moved up to the 20, the, to the 200 day moving average. Here's the thing. I wouldn't buy this. Uh, and, and the reason I wouldn't buy it, it does, even though it does have some very, very strong volume here, I wouldn't buy this because it's below the 200 day line and we're in a declining market. So you got to be extremely careful when you see a stock that is below this 200 day line. Now, even though it just pulled up to it, I do believe it's looking like this is going to reverse and go lower based on the chart action. So I could not recommend buying this. It only has a 33% checklist. So I, I would have to say I, I'd pass on this one if, if it were me. Uh, I would pass on this one. All right. Uh, EOG. Oh, looking good. Yeah, yeah, Barry. That makes sense. Yes. Okay. This is a, this is the oil and gas. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, I think you're right. Let's let's pull this one up. EOG Resources. Not only is it looking great, it's looking stellar. By the way, Barry, this these are the kind of stocks everybody that we're going to rotate into. And look at this, you know, for for basically the whole practically the whole year here, you know, this thing was laggard. It was under. You see this, and this is what you want to look for. Before it was, it this this stock was below the two hundred day line. That's this the black line here. But starting in December, it started to move above that, and now it's and now. As the drillers are coming into, into vogue, it's moving very, very nicely. So this is a winner, and this, this is a good chart. It's a 69 relative strength, which I like to see it at 80, but believe me, in this market, 69 relative strength in an area that, that is being invested in, I like this one a lot. And uh, look, at, look, at that, look at that nice um, look, at, look, at that, look at that nice volume. Let's take a look at this in the group that it's in. Currently, it's in the oil and gas U.S. exploration. It's seven out of 197 sectors. So let's let's look at that 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 group to see kind of what we can see on that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to that to that sector. Oops, didn't let me do that. Okay, so I'm gonna go to number seven on the list. Okay, trying to. There we go. So let's go back here. Number seven is U.S. Oil and, oil and gas drilling. So let's go down to that one. That's a very good area to be looking for potential turnarounds in. So let's look at the let's look at the stocks in that. EOG is at the top of the list, and it is doing very very well. Yeah, look at this. Uh, very very nice all over the place. It's just looking good. Another nice thing about EOG Resources, to be honest, it's a very large company, and so it's very liquid. And that is a good thing. So I'm really liking that. It's uh, it's looking very very nice. Uh, is the checklist the perfect checklist? No, it's got a five. It's got a 55 percent checklist. But I do think that you know, it's it's a little bit extended here. I want to see if it if it if it pulls above. Uh, you know, I want to see if it pulls above its its uh, today's price. 
but I do think it's I do think it's viable. I absolutely think this is viable, and uh, it might make a very very good buy here. EOG Resources. Thanks, Barry. This is a this is a good one. I it's a you know it doesn't have a traditional base. You know, it's not like a cup cup with handle. But I'm looking at the relative strength line. I'm looking at the action. I'm looking at the market in general. I think you got a winner here. Now, other ones that you might want to possibly look at in this in this sector, and I just and let's look at the um, let's look at the oil and gas drilling. So let's look at the other ones in this group, and I'm going to look at one just the top ones now. Uh, I think though you could look at Fang Dummy Back Energy. That's this one right here. I want to kind of show you. I kind of I kind of want to show you Fang. Uh, in this group. And so I'm going to close the window here and hopefully I'll get this to work. This is another one that I think, you know, EOG looks really, really good. As you can see, I had a, I had a buy point in here. So that little arrow there, you can see, I don't know if you'd see it. This is looking good. It's, it's, there's not really been a, you know, super great place to buy it. It's just been coming right up the 10 day line. But uh, this is another one I think that you got to really look at. It's Fang, F-A-N-G is the symbol. So let me kind of put that one up here, and that is uh, that's kind of one I like, um, just because you know it's done so well. So Fang F A N G, it's a Diamondback. So think of it, you know, <laughs> this isn't a Fang stock, but it's but it's. The symbol is Fang, so this is another one that you might want to kind of look at potentially uh, as well. Um, you know, Fang, and it, they're they're heavily into the Permian, and I do think this one is is uh, is going to do well. Basically, they're flat after hours at eighty one twenty six. So that's something that you might want to to look at. But I definitely like that one in the oil and gas area. Uh, Jim, let's look at PayPal. Uh, okay, thank you, Arnold. Appreciate it. always. You know, PayPal is a long-term leader, and um, you know, I do think I do have I do like this. I, I do like PayPal, you know, in general. But I do, but but right now, unfortunately, it has fallen below a very key level. I'm currently not in it myself, but as you can see, it's pulled below this very very key level uh, here. Which is that? Which is which is the forty-day line? Now, I typically don't buy any stocks that are that are below the the two hundred-day line. That's here, uh, but when they fall below the the forty-day line, then I'm a little bit concerned. What I like to do is watch to see these things fall and then hopefully reverse higher. But you know, right now I think you've got to be a little bit careful. If you you know, if you have to to uh, to get out of the stock for a while. While it while it resets, that's okay. Just you know, you get out, stay in cash a little bit. You know, it's a tough market right now because it is changing its direction. It's still, you know, this still has a stellar checklist. It's eighty eight percent, and uh, the industry, unfortunately, as you can see, the industry has has fallen. It's now one eleven. This is this is kind of an upside down world. When the market starts to change direction the former laggards of the market the oil and gas drilling and the mining stocks they typically move higher because people are looking for value this is more of the value side uh the the growth stocks they typically move lower so we're going to see a movement out of some of the growth stocks into some of the value stocks now and and paypal is considered uh essentially a growth stock even though it does have it is is profitable so that's uh, that's something I wouldn't I wouldn't be rushing to buy it right now is not a time to be quote unquote buying bargains in the um, in, in in the in any of the growth stocks it just it just isn't a good time to to be bargain hunting because I do think a lot of stuff is going to go lower now that said many of the the mining oil and gas and those kind of stocks the uh, they are they are potentially moving higher. So, because there's going to be investment, and the money has to go somewhere, and uh, the the oil drillers, uh, typically the ones that are still there, are much stronger, and they they have they have strong earnings. Typically, they're going to have strong earnings this year, because the price of oil is going up. So, we're going to see probably um, <coughs> here in Dallas the, uh, the the 
the gallon of gas is about two thirty. It's probably going to go up to three dollars. I think in California it may be over five dollars by summer. So that tells you something. <laughs> okay. Um, thought on PLPC. Let's look at PLPC. Let's look at the chart. PLPC. And see if I can get that to come up here. All right. <coughs> Perform line products, manufacturers, wire products. Interesting. Closures. Interesting. I. This is a kind of a, you know, this is sort of a, you know, just a, an average manufacturing company. I don't know. Oh, for data communications. Well, this, yeah, this is probably, you know, pretty going to, pretty, too, pretty good. Uh, 66 checklist, not bad. Let's look at the industry. You know, the sector is not bad. 71, I like that. Um, but here's the thing, cabling, telecom. And I, I mean, I think there's going to be, you know, with a 5G build out, we are going to see, you know, obviously a lot of spending in this area. But, um, you know, I, I'm lukewarm on this one. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily, I, I wouldn't discount it, but I, this I'd be a watch list for this one on, on me. I, I wouldn't probably be a buyer of this one. I just want I just want uh, to be in a sector that money is flowing into. I want to be in the top stock, stocks in the top sectors. And currently, right now, those typically are some of the oil stocks and some of the mining stocks, at least this week. So we'll see. Um, all right. Hey, uh, Gush. Oh, this is an interesting one. This this is an interesting. Let, let's look at Gush. You know, I haven't I haven't uh, traded Gush in a while, but uh, this could be a spectacular one. Okay, Gush is, yeah, it's, okay, so this is the oil and gas bull. Not a bad idea. This is an interesting, this is a really interesting stock. This is kind of like an SQQQ for oil and gas. And I think that, uh, you know, that, you know, it's just, it's just been on the floor forever. But this one actually could, you know, depending on how the OPEC meeting goes, this one could be, this is going to be huge. You're starting to see some people come into Gush. Uh, right now, this is an ETF, and it basically is a two times the S and P oil and gas area. So it's uh, it, this I you know I I do like this one at least for right now. Let's look at Mur M U R. These are interesting. These are interesting ETFs. I think um, you know, and this is where you could Murphy Oil. Okay, yeah, this is this is quality. Yeah, look at this one. Very very good. By the way. Um, oh, Mr. Singh, you really, this is, these are, these are very good picks. Uh, I, I like, uh, I like you bringing all these stuff up. This is very good. You know, before, you know, again, right up to December, you know, we were, you know, we, we were basically below the 200 day line. You can't really buy it below the 200 day line. Now, now it's moved above it very nicely. Nothing, not a really good necessarily setup here, like with a base, but you know, this is Murphy oil is a good company. I know a little bit about them. Uh, the checklist is it's getting better. It's a 55. I typically like to see 66 or better. That's, that's four out of nine. Um, but you know, in this kind of environment where it's changing, yeah, look at that 26 rank. That's very good. It's moved up significantly. This is oil and gas independent expiration in production. So I like this one. Uh, I like Murphy oil. Yeah, very good. It's got a lot of funds in it. This is an old line company. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you know, with the rising oil prices, this one should do well. Uh, this this should do to do well. They're based, I think, in El Dorado, Arkansas. So very, very good, very good information on that. Let's look at DBO. Uh, DBO. But with some great, great ones, um, Invesco DB oil funds. Okay, exchange traded. Okay. Yeah, this is another way to play it. This is another way I played it. Very good. Very good stuff. Yeah, the oil names, at least for right now, it, it, you know, it won't be forever, but at least for right now, I think we're going to see some increased strength in the oil area. So this 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 is also a good one as well. I out of the ones that uh, that you put up there, I like the I like Gush probably the best of them. That's the exchange traded two-time oil and gas S&P 500 um, fund. So very, very good. Very good, very good um, um, stuff there. Very good stuff there. All right, uh, what's the what? Uh, what are other shorts other than the SQQQ? Well, I shorted uh, in terms of a in terms of a um, there there are uh, directional uh, shorts uh, besides the SQQQ. Oh, I just have to remember them. Uh, I I have to get back to you on that, uh, but you can look them up. Here's the thing. Um, I personally 
um, you know, for, for an ETF, I usually use the SQQQ. Uh, now, I do have a short open on Lululemon, but that is I actually borrowed the shares and sold them. So that is a true short, and I'm doing it not, not through an ETF. But uh, that is also a very good way to go. So I will try to get back to you with more stuff. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on CCIV for long-term. You know, I just, again, I, 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 I probably talk about this, this stock every day. This is a, this is a uh, exchange traded fund. If the market turns down, these, these stocks will be toast, literally toast. Uh, so I wouldn't be in this one. I just wouldn't be in this one. And if I was in it, I would get out of it. Uh, it's, it's pulled back to the 40 day line. As you can see, it just went up and then down. So no, uh, this is not a long-term investment, uh, blank, uh, uh, SPACs and, 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 uh, really they're not investments. They're just, they're just potential investments. So I would be out of CCIV, Kirchill, uh, Palantir. Let's look at Palantir. You, everybody knows that I did have Palantir. I sold it, um, off when it pulled back. Uh, and I do think it's, yeah, it's, <coughs> it looks like it's getting some support. So that's indeed good. Uh, long-term, I like this company, but, you know, right now with the market churning south, I am much more careful. I'm, I want to be where the money's going and not coming from. This is a, you know, this is an area when the money was coming into the market hard, like it was in the last few months, this is, was a great area, but I think you've got to be careful with this now because I, you know, it's sort of like the, the tide is receding a little bit and uh, that's going to make that that's going to make the, the money, the capital move essentially from the growth stock area into other areas such as oil and gas. So right now, if I wasn't in, I just, I would, I would just put this on a watch list and, uh, and, and, and not, uh, and not do anything. <laughs> Okay. Question. Thoughts? Uh, thoughts on CCC if I hold sell. Absolutely. Just sell, sell, sell. You you don't want to hold this one. Um, yeah, this is, I, I, I just, you know, I can't, I, I'm trying to be nice about this, but you know, you, you need to sell this one. Just sell it now. You know, uh, sell it now. Uh, it's just, it's too hot of a potato. Uh, just sell CCIV that, I mean, it just, it's not going to work, uh, in this market that's changing direction. Uh, a company like CCIV just isn't going to, isn't going to do well. So that's what I, that's what I would do, RG. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> estimate of tech bear market time span could be, I've seen them as long. I've been around, um, I was around, believe it or not, I wasn't, I wasn't really a, a big investor in 2000 because I just, I didn't have the capital, but uh, I've seen them, I've seen them run, you know, I've seen them run, you know, six to 18 months. Uh, and that's what happened in 2000. As a matter of fact, I didn't start buying uh, Microsoft until 2017. I had sold it originally in 2000 and then it didn't actually come back to its former level until 17 years later. So I'm not, I'm not going to say that's going to happen in this case. And I don't even know if we're going to go into a correction, but we're definitely moving that way. So, uh, you know, we could be, we could be in for a little bit of a little bit of a time. So, um, let's see thoughts on Neo, um, last thoughts on Neo. You know what? I would just consider possibly, uh, if I, I would consider selling, I really would at this point, just wait until the market is firms up a little bit. I'm not saying it's a bad company. It isn't, but um, you know, I just think that there's going to get there. Neo is going to get a lot of competition, and one of the companies that they're going to get a competition from is Ford and GM. So, um, yeah, it's my thoughts on it. Well, I have wasted a whole hour of your time. Um, hopefully, I will be able to come out with some some explanations here on th on kind of this rotation. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to put together an action trailer that I'm probably going to send out tomorrow morning, a little bit of research, maybe. And uh, but in order to get that, you have to be on the action trade alert. So so what I need, uh, what you need to do, if uh, is to is to go to um, to subscribe to the action trade alerts, is to go to um, the website. Oops, there we go. To www.dallas trading floor, and then. When you get there, you just 
first and last name, email address, and you'll be right on the list, and you'll be, be sent out as quickly as we can get it out to you. So until tomorrow, happy trading and uh, be safe. And if you're down more than 7% on any positions, consider possibly moving to cash, at least temporarily to see this, you know, the market may firm up and may move up higher. But my guess is, at least from the fact that I'm seeing a lot of weakness in the market, I think that, you know, we're going to correct possibly. We're not there yet. We're in a market trend under pressure, but I think we're going to correct. I think it's going to move down and at least in the short term. So I think it's prudent to have most of your most of your portfolio right now in cash. Uh, and any time long-term holders, if you're down more than 7%, I consider selling them and waiting for it to bottom and then possibly buying them back. You can always buy back a stock. It's not a problem to buy back a stock. But you don't want to do is lose the gain that you've had, especially if you're even if you're up, say, 10, 20% on a stock, consider selling it because uh, you don't want to round trip it if you can if you can avoid it. So at least until tomorrow, happy trading. I'll be back at 2:30. Thanks everybody, and I will see you then.